All right, Shotgun No Battle again in your ear holes. And I'm excited to have you guys here because today we're going to talk about Elon Musk and all of his sweetness. That's all I'm going to say about it. If you don't know much about Elon Musk, you'll enjoy it. And after you listen to it, be a part of the conversation. Go to realcontender.com forward slash shotgun no battle. Welcome. Here you'll find three very different brothers learning to discuss and disagree without losing their cool. Well, most of the time. You've got CJ, the youngest. That Elon Musk is just a Martian. Buddy, the oldest. Now I feel really bad about making fun of his head nod. And of course, there's Colton. Whether it's rocket science or building test uh, cars or uh, solar panels or brain chips or satellites. Each episode, one brother chooses the topic and drives the conversation. After that, it's all about the ride. This is Shotgun No Battle. Shotgun No Battle. All right. I think I think it's my turn this episode. Is that what we decided? Indeed. Um, yeah, it's your turn. It's uh, it's all you, bruh. Nice. Uh, man, I am ill-prepared. I have an idea. Why don't we talk about Elon Musk? Because he's a pretty cool guy. Sounds good to me. I love I, Elon Musk. I have a I have a theory about Elon Musk. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. I am fairly convinced that Elon Musk is just a Martian that got stuck here and has to work with our intellect and technology to find a way back home. And he thought, let me help some people along the way. I think that's what I'm convinced. I think there's some merit to that. Uh, I, I think I agree with you uh, 40%. 40% of me agrees with you. Ooh, yeah, wow. That's I'm a, pretty, that's a way higher number than I anticipated. I'm on, I'm a right on the fence uh, with that because yeah, I mean, he's just doing too many insane things and they're actually working to be considered our equals. Right. 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 Also like what's with the obsession to go to Mars. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like why, why, why want to go to Mars so bad? If not it being your homeland, I'm just saying. True. Yeah, he's just trying to get back to Krypton, right? Yeah, and uh, there's even a DC character that it it just fits perfectly, and he is a shapeshifter, so he just took the shape of uh, of a human. When did and that he, uh, huh. When did that DC story come out? Oh, oh, long, 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 long time ago. Well, I'm wondering if that correlates with uh, Elon Musk's age. Ooh, <laughs> buddy. Wow. Let's see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Manhunter first appearance is what I'm going to talk Buddy, about. Do, do you know how old Elon Musk is or do we got to look that no, shit No, but I would guess, I would guess 45. Do you know how old he is? No, I don't. Um, I would guess, yeah, 45 is actually oh. a solid guess, I think. Maybe a little uh, he over. He's 50 years old. Oh, he looks great. He's 50. He was born in 1971. Uh, and Mar- Martian Manhunter, the character I'm talking about, uh, was was first introduced in 1955. Well, he does look great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we could still make it work. Do we um, know who his dad is? Because I've only ever seen his uh, mom. 
And I've never really heard him talk about his dad. We're talking about Elon Musk, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because his dad could have <laughs> been. Not talking about like, the... I can tell you who Martian Manhunter's dad is. <laughs> uh, okay, Elon Musk. Sure. Uh, yeah. um, uh, that's funny. Uh, Parents. That's a, that's, a, that's, oh. a good, that's a good question. Also so, a great name. Errol Musk. E-R-R-O-L. Huh. Errol Musk. Yeah, this really Love does it. sound like uh, it came out of a, a graphic novel or something with these names. Right? I mean, Kal-El. Errol. I don't know. Yeah, right. It seems it seems aligned. Um so yeah, anyway, yeah. So I can I'll let I'll let go of the uh of the Martian thing, but that was that was <laughs> I've told a lot of people that. And uh surprisingly the reaction most of the time is similar to what you just did, Colton. Uh-huh. Like, oh I could see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think that's that. probably I mean, he's <laughs> he's definitely odd. Um Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I and I, I want to I want to believe that he's Martian. I do. Ah, I just can't. <laughs> I can't go there. It, it kind of excites I mean, me a little bit more to think that he's not Martian. Hence the 40, 60 split I have, I guess, because it's like, ah, oh, there's hope. There's hope. Well, like somebody's well, doing something and making big differences in, in ways that we all probably don't realize we need. But when you look back and you're like, how many things has he affected at this point? You're like, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. So what stands out to here's you guys? A key, here's a key indicator is, sorry, just going back a little bit to the Martian thing still. If he were trying to get back to Mars, he would not be focused so much on getting a huge starship ready. He would be focused on being the astronaut that yeah. went venturing to Mars, and then he would just fake his death and never he would, come back. He would have built a spacesuit, and that would have been all he needed really, right? So we'll know if he switches plans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's going to Mars because, well, this is part of the, one of the reasons I think he's doing it is one of the primary driving factors of an endeavor like this. Uh, like the last time we did this whole race to space thing, right. Um, during the Soviet union era, I think. Right. And the Soviet union was leading the race um, and the U S was right on its tail or something. And then the U S surpassed the Soviet union by spending all of this money and basically outspent Soviet union. Soviet union went bankrupt and fell. So there's a lot of uh, technology that's created as a result of trying to explore space. So it would make sense that he starts there and then takes the technology from that endeavor, right. And applies it to other industries and, and ventures that he thinks could make a difference. Totally. Do you guys uh, remember the first company that you ever heard Elon Musk from? Ooh, good question. Like the name Elon Musk when it was still kind of new to you? What was he known for when you found out about him? I definitely heard about him through you guys. That makes sense. For me, I think uh, Tesla, yeah, would have been I, Yeah, I think it first. was Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Tesla's uh, definitely the biggest one. Yeah, I, I think it was Tesla for me too. The first company I know he started was what ultimately became PayPal. So like way back in the 90s, which is yeah. pretty intense. Definitely um, a forward-thinking man. So I can think of uh, currently 
four, maybe five major ventures that he has going on right now. Uh, the fifth one, the solar energy. I'm not sure if he's still in that or not, or if that was swallowed up in Tesla or something. Whoa. You said the fifth one, but didn't say any of the other four. Is right. It, so I'm just saying. assume they're obvious. I'm just saying four. I'm just saying therefore. Can you can you guys think of the four? The four major companies uh, in which he's a player. Tesla, SpaceX. Yep. Are you counting Twitter? No. Oh, Not yet. Wow. Does he officially own Twitter now? Not yet, no. Will soon, though? No, yeah. So it's about to be five. Hopefully. Unless he backs out. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh <clears throat> Uh, I don't want to look it up. I was gonna, I was gonna look yeah. it up and act like I was. Gonna, <laughs> but, uh... So SpaceX and Tesla, those are the two you said, right? Really, um, not, not another one. Yeah, n- not a third from either of you. Come on, guys. No, I know there, the four. Uh, I'm well, asking you on, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. Oh, I just thought of one. Um, uh, I always assumed it was tied to SpaceX, but maybe it's not. Like the internet. With the friggin Starlink. Uh, oh, Starlink. Starlink. I wasn't even thinking yeah, of that yeah. one. It is so technically tied to SpaceX. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, it is. Okay. Uh, I. What in the world are the other two, buddy? One of them is really not exciting at all. Oh. It's like the opposite <laughs> of exciting. It's like a really, it's the opposite of a really exciting household. Company. <laughs> Just say it, Colt. Just say it. It's the Boring Company. It is exciting. It's just called the Boring Company. I was trying to be funny. Oh, wait. Is this so? The Boring Company is uh, the constructing of tunnels yeah. for like fast freaking uh, travel. Is that yeah. what it is? They bore yeah. tunnels. It's the Boring Company. That's Elon Musk wit for you. Why did I? Th- <laughs> Why did I think yeah. that this was? Because I heard about like uh, uh, he was trying to oh the boring <laughs> there it is uh, uh, nice job Siege. <laughs> that it took a long a little bit but if I feel well, like you got there it was worth it <laughs> well what I was I started to talk and what you said bounced around in my head until until it found Bing. a moment between my words to land um, <laughs> I heard I had heard about him trying to um, d- do a bore a tunnel from. LA to Vegas. And then that, that was given up on. I didn't. And that's, that's the only thing that I knew about the boring company. I didn't know that it was an actual company that he's still using and doing and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. creating. So huh. he's not focusing on it, but he's absolutely, uh, he just actually announced the completion of their smaller, uh, what a drill, I guess it is. I don't know. What do you call that piece of machinery that bores tunnels, but he introduced the smaller one that, does not currently abide by regulations. Um, and I guess his intention is to just do it himself and, and make it a private transportation thing. I don't know what his intention is there, but he's doing it so that just his uh, electric automated cars are able to zip in and out through those tunnels without worrying about having to accommodate for all of the irregularities of common traffic. Right? So, it's definitely still a thing. It'll it'll come. It's up and coming, so it'll be a little bit because he has his other projects going. But and then what was the fourth one, bud? Neuralink, which is the company that is uh, 
basically cutting edge, front-lining the technology for brain-machine interfaces, also known as BMIs, which uh, directly, uh, their goal is to directly connect the human brain to machines so that we can control not only machines, but artificial intelligence. Hey, uh, oh, wait, is this the thing that I had heard, I had heard about recently, um, a neural link to help people that, uh, like... Um, amputees and uh what's the word where they're missing a limb yeah like Ooh. paraplegics there it is no that's what it just doesn't work a paraplegic is oh there's a paraplegic and a quadru i guess it would be for them too but the idea that you could have like artificial arms and hands that oh yeah you can control with your mind just by thinking it that's that's Neuralink. i mean yes. i don't know if that yeah. specific okay okay concept was introduced by Neuralink, but that is definitely something Neuralink oh, okay. could accomplish but that yeah, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So, so, buddy, I'm curious to know what you think Neuralink's uh, industries that they're able to influence are. Like, what industries does Neuralink stand to benefit? Well, oh, as I understand it, they're they're like money making prospect to attract investors is is basically to make a difference in allowing those who have limbs that don't work to use those limbs or like be able to live some kind of a normal life by controlling machinery that replaces the limb um, or like controlling a computer without having to move anything, um, things like that. Yeah. And uh, then from so there, would you say that's like um, what industry would you like physical therapy or would you say that's like medical or medical? I think it's medical. Yeah. Think so. Yeah. What about I would I would say physical therapy is probably a sub industry within medical, but it's still the medical industry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the medical applications is what I think about for Neuralink, uh, for sure. Uh, also, pharmaceuticals. I I contemplate like the pharmaceutical industry, obviously, is gigantic, and the goal is to change the chemicals in our bodies for specific purposes, right? To some end, uh, whether it's to correct something that you think uh, is going wrong with the body or maybe to enhance something that you would like to enhance, right? So, and that's what Neuralink does. And so I'm like, I wonder if he's, he's gonna getting pushback uh, behind the scenes by like pharmaceutical companies and stuff. Because if you can tweak your behaviors through a chip in your head, why would you need to take a substance? I mean, I'm sure the pharmaceutical industries are constantly looking for things that might reduce their business. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just an assumption I have. I guess I don't know. Uh, maybe it's uh, just a product of the, the conspiracy theory world, but I don't think so. I think they, they probably do have a hand in... Uh, I don't know. I want to say like snuffing out revolutionary things that might lose them money. Yeah, I've yeah. heard these things, but I don't know for a fact that that actually happens. So uh, it makes me think about Elon Musk's ability to, he's kind of like, I mean, so far as we know, he's immune to that effect that, mm. that any snuffing out uh, of, of other companies would otherwise succeed in, you know? Mm -hmm. immune like why just because he's so popular bitch 
because he's doing something right. I don't know. He's just he's, affected he's so many industries. He's proven to be able to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In such big ways, and like, and when Tesla and his number of predictions for Tesla's production levels fell short from what he said they would fall, um, everybody started doubting him, and then he blew the the numbers away the next year because he just fell behind for a second, hit a snag, and then he just propelled Tesla forward by delivering these crazy quarter results, and. He just keeps doing that with all of his businesses. And Twitter is the next kind of big test for me is like to see how this plays out. This whole Tim trying to acquire Twitter thing is going to be so fun. Can we talk about that for a second? Because that's obviously the big, uh, that's the, that's the, the, the elephant in the podcast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great name for a podcast. Um <laughs> The uh, so I'm I'm looking I search Elon Musk on Google I press enter I see a bunch of news things that come up right next to each other is uh, an article from CNN published three hours ago and an article from Fox published five hours ago. Um, obviously, Elon Musk is more popular within the uh, Republican side of things. In that CNN says uh, the the tagline or the um the title of the article is. Elon Musk proves once again that the rules don't apply to him. Oh, wow. And then and then Fox <laughs> Businesses uh, is Elon Musk says he'll be voting Republican in upcoming election, possibly dot, dot, dot. Um, hmm. First of all, uh, let's when it comes to the uh, political line that's in the sand and Elon Musk falling on that side of uh, on the right side of things and how it relates to Twitter with free speech and uh, the you know all of that uh, educate me on that a little bit Cole I, I am I am kind of on the outskirts of it I know a little bit about it uh, but uh, but none of it totally makes sense to me. Uh, why Elon Musk buying Twitter would threaten free speech in any way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it the argument is essentially the same argument that uh, typical uh, Democrats or your uh, traditional liberals, right? Not the super far-leaning left woke stuff that or, you know we hear every day screaming out. I'm talking traditional liberals, have always been arguing about capitalism in general, right? In that mm-hmm. having one center of control to make all the decisions um, uh, and not and not have to share the fruits of their labors or whatever it is, right? So it's a similar no argument. No checks and balances. Yeah, no checks and balances in capitalism, right? So it, that's the foundation of what I'm hearing is being argued for as far as Elon Musk being a threat to Twitter. Well, here's the thing. Elon Musk is the ultimate threat to Twitter in a specific way, but it's not the way that they're saying. It's a threat to Twitter in that Twitter, in my opinion, and as far as the information that I have have, have looked over and, and seen about the way Twitter functions and operates and all this stuff, um, if the heart of Twitter is censorship, then Elon threat. Elon threat, then Elon Musk is a threat to Twitter because he aims mm-hmm. to eliminate censorship from Twitter. That's that's what it is. Um. So yeah, there's there's really just 
there's no reason um, that he would be a threat to Twitter because he believes in free speech unless Twitter itself, by nature, was in opposition to free speech. Not a tool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I want to talk about that line in the sand because I, I hear, I hear, I was confused. Like we had a text thread recently among us where we were talking about Elon Musk and it was confusing to me because I, that was the first time, this was like a few days ago. The first time I had ever associated Elon Musk with the right. Well, with either. Totally. Me too. Politically. Like I had not, he, his persona in my mind hadn't even entered the political arena yet until that moment. And I'm like, whoa. Elon Musk, right? Like that, that was confusing for me. Um, because I think of like, and that makes sense. Free speech. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. But the Democrats, they seem to be weird about that and censoring stuff like that makes me uncomfortable. Um, but then I think of things like climate and, and clean energy. And I don't think of people on the right with their big trucks. I think of people on the left with their, um, electric vehicles. (laughs) Yes, electric exactly with their green policy, and so and he's big on clean energy. I, I would uh, I would resist the tendency to classify him as anywhere on that beach with a line, right? Because I don't think, I, in fact, he must be specifically trying to avoid such labels. If if, if I've gone this long with as big of a fan yeah. of him as I am, without making any association like that, yeah. Elon Musk recently came out, uh, like that article referred to from Fox News, Siege, that he was planning on voting for Republicans for the first time in the in the upcoming election. He's referring likely mm. to the 2022 midterms, right? Uh, you'll you'll hear some tie it to the 2024 election, and you'll probably hear all this Elon Musk versus Trump or Elon Musk versus Biden or whatever it is. He's probably referring to 2022. I wouldn't be surprised, and I. I would be very happy if he did end up wanting to actually run for president, but I can't imagine he wants to do that at all. Um, yeah. He vote, he's voted Democrat or independent up to this point, and this will be the first time he, he's switched over to voting Republican. And the reasons he give essentially are the pendulum has swung too far to the left. Like my beliefs as Elon Musk have not really changed. You guys have changed. So now I'm, now you're calling me right wing, even though all of his policy, all of the things that he most thinks he believes in are not right wing. They're moderate civil rights movement for robots. They're more liberal. Yeah. Interesting, man. Fascinating. He's such a, he's such a unique, uh, like persona as a, as a celebrity, you know what I mean? In, in so many ways. Cause he's like, he's like a good looking dude, but in a weird way, <laughs> yeah. he's like charismatic, but like in a weird way, right. You know? Um, and, uh, but, but him as a subject, uh, has never been controversial until Twitter. Right. Uh, and, it, and it's kind of, it's kind of blown my mind to, to see, him kind of dragged into the conversation in that way. Also no, no. Him, for people in, 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 he forced himself into the conversation. Is that yeah. He, he opted in he, because he's buying yeah, he, Twitter for the sole sure. purpose of, of political it's power. Not like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's not like he didn't know that was going to happen. You're right. Um, I um, but it's been interesting to to see some some people in my life that uh, either really liked him or never had an opinion on him all of a sudden feel so strongly, strongly yeah. about him one way or another. Um, <clears throat> yeah, is just fascinating. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I've, I've heard some stories that I haven't even told you guys and I'm not going to tell on this podcast because, uh, <laughs> it would violate some trust, but my, I, I had a friend out here in, in Los Angeles that, um, his job was, he was the head of security for Elon Musk for years and years and years. Um, but and I did want to I did I wanted to say this one thing, which was I, I asked him. I don't know if you guys remember this, okay. but I asked him several years ago. I was like, hey, my brothers are kind of obsessed with with Elon Musk. And I was <laughs> like, can you tell me one interesting fact about him that I can share that like the, the Internet wouldn't know? And now they're about to. Um, and uh, and he his response was Elon Musk hates. Do you guys remember this? Do you remember? I, do you remember, I remember you. I, I remember don't. you talking about it. I've been trying to think about what his one thing was that you said, and I can't. So I'm excited. I'm very All excited. Again. It it was that Elon Musk absolutely hates universal remotes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that rings a bell now. <laughs> that is a so good thing funny. to hate. That that is a good thing to hate. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Because, yeah, and I, I remember feeling this way. It's like, because they're clunky and they're a terrible way to try and solve a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like how to program them and all that. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought that was, that's that was a, a fun that's thing funny. to contribute to the conversation. Yeah, good old yeah, so I just found a fun. I just found a fun connection to a prior episode of ours. I didn't realize, maybe I did know at some point, but I had forgotten that that he was involved in the creation of the not-for-profit OpenAI. Oh, yeah. Which is the very company that made the software that we talked about um, in a prior episode about artificial intelligence, um, the software that can create artistic images using just mm. text input. Yes. Um, yeah. So let's yeah, talk so about the future that. That, that could have been and the future that that could be now as it pertains to Tesla. How about that? Right. So Tesla came okay. in, he created an, an EV, he solved the problem with EVs. It's written when you first open the game. The AI the generates problem your character, the entire story, all the drama the and stuff. The battery has been the biggest obstacle for EVs until Elon Musk came around and solved efficient storage of energy through his batteries, right? And that made the Tesla possible. That and the artificial intelligence that controls the Tesla, essentially, um, those two th are the key primary things of a Tesla. I I have a question. There's okay. Hold on. The CJ storage looks a stressed. <laughs> it's not that I'm stressed. It's that it's that I ha I don't think until this moment I have fully comprehended. Elon Musk as a human. So hold on. Oh wow! <clears throat> you fully comprehend um, Elon Musk. Just full, <laughs> yeah. Um. So he like when you say that he figured out uh, more effective storage, uh, energy storage to be able to put into an all electric vehicle. How, like, 
like Steve Jobs created the first computer. You know what I mean? But like right. he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Is the but is this like like what role is does it, he play? Is he that smart? Is it really him? Is he just is he just absurdly <laughs> genius, or is it like a charisma and he knows how to lead a team kind of situation? I, I mean both. Uh, the his IQ is one hundred and fifty. It's over one hundred and fifty, which is considered genius, but it's not like the the genius of the genius, right? Uh, and, but his methodology i would say is what has made all of this possible in what he's done in that he operates from basic principles and he addresses the most efficient way to get something done and prioritize efficiency over actually getting it done so like you know he'll pivot okay as he runs into obstacles or he'll revisit it entirely and be like wait a minute no this is we can eliminate this entire part because we'll do it this way and it's more efficient. So he, he zones so in on is, efficiency. Is he, is he a combination of jobs and Wozniak as a human? Yeah, I would it say it feels like he doesn't do either. Okay. I would say, okay. well, so, yeah. no, well, he's not as in the weeds as Wozniak. He talks to the people. He talks to the Wozniaks. And like, for example, SpaceX, in order to talk to the Wozniaks at SpaceX, i.e. the rocket scientists who are actually doing, making the decisions about how to build the rocket, how to design these new things. Um, in order to do that, he has to be conversant in rocket technology. Right. So mm. he is smart enough to be a rocket scientist. And in fact, I've read that, that many employees at SpaceX, many rocket scientists they don't think of him as an inferior in any way when they're talking about these cutting edge rocket technologies. He is able to, mm. to go with them. So he is basically a rocket yeah. scientist. And he talks about this too. He didn't know much, anything about rockets. Um, at or the about beginning. building he cars. He learned all that stuff. Same yeah. with cars. He learns, he learns what he needs the to. weeds of each thing. And he knows that he can't do it by himself. So yes, he, he does the jobs thing and that he surrounds himself with the people who know what they're doing and he educates himself enough to be able to converse deeply with the people who are actually um, because he, in the weeds doing the work. Cause he understands that in order to solve real problems, you have to first understand the problem and, and, and to do that, you got to understand the context. Like he knows that. And so he, he learns what he needs to learn so that he can, actually do what he does best and think in his mind about different approaches or solutions to the problem that that is in front of him in that language he's learned whether it's rocket science or building test uh, cars or uh, solar panels or brain chips or satellites right i can't even comprehend knowing that much information Dude. at one time. He sleeps Bonkers. like four hours a night. That's it's like I can comprehend being that smart. I can comprehend a leader who has the ability to lead a team that creates Tesla. I cannot comprehend a a leader who has the amount of information he needs to be able to talk competently with some of the smartest people on the planet to solve some of the most complex problems we've ever faced. 
I mean, rocket technology, uh, neural technology, the body right? and machines, cars, solar technology. Uh, Energy. It, it doesn't, yeah. like, boring tunnels. There's so many things. Uh, any one of them would put someone on the world map. And he's got, oh, yeah. like, five or six. He's got so many, yeah, dude. He's disrupting so many industries. And it's insane to see one company, one person, disrupt this many industries in this amount of time. We're talking yeah. all yeah, the industries we mentioned. Okay, Colton, I, I I I interrupted you. Do you remember what you were saying before I interrupted you? No, I don't. No, I, okay. I, I have like a ten fifteen seconds. So <laughs> I can't remember either. <laughs> yeah, seconds. that's 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 my bad. Um, yeah, that's it, it. Is it is remarkable to like I like this is what I mean by like I have not fully comprehended because uh, like. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of leaders out there and there's there's a lot of people who do really good. Okay, so this is something that I've I've thought about quite a lot. So um I was talking to a friend of mine about uh <laughs> so bad. Um he's he's a really he's a really smart kind of charismatic guy. Uh and I was like I was like have you ever like thought about just fantasized about like how much money you could make if you like started a cult? You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I, cause you know, and, and the, what people compliment me is like some of my, some of my strengths. I'm like, I could start like a church and like manipulate people's emotions and just get donations and make so much tax free money. Oh yeah. Probably, yeah. Right. That's what I've thought a lot about that. <clears throat> so when I think about <laughs> people who have the abilities to lead I just automatically 100% every single time go to how can they make money? Not hardly ever, never, ever, ever, not never. Cause I am doing what I'm doing, but rarely do I think what problems could they solve in the world? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, True. Uh, has there ever been anyone in history who has equally, accomplished both tasks of making money and solving problems in the world as mm. effectively as Elon Musk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I would have to think on that, but I can't imagine I'll come up with anything comparable. I'm trying to think of like in world history, like having that much power, who has had that much power, but like monarchs. That's what right. I was going to say. Like Napoleon. Right. Genghis Khan. We, we've never had <laughs> the Roman Empire who came out and in this huge, massive way who advocated for something like free speech. That's for sure. It's always it's always something like within that system of control, like you guys are mentioning with anarchy and stuff, not anarchy, monarchs and stuff. I mean, I Have go you, back to the, the rise of the merchant class, uh, like it started in Italy hundreds of years ago, like they're, they're the ones who started banks and invented money, basically invented coins. Um, so that's significant. That's, but that took hundreds of years and lots and lots of people, lots of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it took a lot of people. I think about, um, King Arthur was the one who brought the concept of one 
uh, one currency to all of Greece. Really? Um, yeah, because uh, they had their it was like Athens and Sparta, and they had their own kind of currency. Like each city. Uh, yeah, he was the one that conquered all of it, including Persia, uh, and then made a uh, a widespread. Anyway, so it took like it was a one idea that was then taken by, you know, however many pe- people over however long. Um, hmm. I I just think about. So here's here's a question for you about Elon. Um. Have you ever heard him talk about money? I, I'm curious if because he's 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 either the number one or competing for the number one richest man in the world. Right. He right. has been and then fallen and then. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's like one or two top three for sure. Um, richest man in the world. Has he like. It doesn't feel like there's no proof whatsoever that like money is his goal is money a means to an end is it he understands in order to make the change he wants or or solve the problems he wants to solve that he has to have a bonkers amount of money uh has he ever talked about i want to you know want to be worth two i want to be the first man to be worth 200 billion (laughs) dollars i don't know yeah like what you know i don't think he i don't think anyone really knows where he stands on money, but those close to him, because I haven't heard him talk about money He's, like ever. Yeah. Neither have I outside it, of, it feels like it's just like a, a happy, you, you know, not happy accident, but like, Oh yeah, this is cool. What I want to do happens to start companies that will be worth billions and billions of dollars. So I'm now incredibly loaded, but that it feels like a, an afterthought to solving the problem. Yeah. And that's why, that's why when, when of late he's being called right wing is, is, it's another point to where that's crazy because he, he's, his success is because his ideas are really what people want. And most of his ideas are addressing uh, liberal policies like uh, like he's 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 green energy right um going for the cli- climate change stuff trying to make energy more efficient um building tesla isn't it true that there's uh, i don't know if this is true it, but i had heard that like there are certain really key things about tesla that he has not patented so that if Another company wants yeah. to develop he, clean energy. Oh, yeah. He, he released can. his battery technology to, to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Freaking. Is that not proof that money <laughs> that, is the, he money doesn't is want the, the money. afterthought? Right. He doesn't yeah. want Well, money. if, if okay. money were his goal, I, I'm sh- he would have bowed out a long time ago. There's There comes a point where it doesn't matter anymore how much money you have. That's a good point. So, good I point. mean, it, it, anyone trying to uh, ascribe any negative intentions to elon musk i mean you could say like power that's always a thing you can always have more power mm-hmm. um but i mean and, he would have he would have to be the best actor in the world for a very long time um and maybe he really is an, for that long. an evil genius and he turns out to be, be you know crazy with this huge plot that ends up working and it's the <laughs> the captivation of of the entire human species right i don't know He's building robots, so I don't know. I mean, and to I, that I say, well played, sir. Yes. <laughs> I, would King, I would vote for King. I would vote for King Elon. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of fun. Uh, I Google Elon Musk, and there are four movies that pop up. Wow. Can you guess them? 
four oh, movies. He's, he's four oh, movies. yeah. Um, so these are four movies that he's in. One of them, I believe, is a documentary, uh, but it has a really fun title, so I'm going to mention it. Oh, he has man. A slight cameo in one of the Marvel movies. That's the one I'm thinking. Okay. Of. I'm sad that, it, that I don't immediately know that because it, it does ring a bell. Hang on. Yeah. It's Tony Stark that, I mean, think that, about, that talks to him, right? Yeah. 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 So for, so I'll, I'll give away the, the documentary. The documentary is literally called Elon Musk, the real life Iron Man. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that is so fun. So then he cameoed in Iron Man 2. Nice. Uh, where Tony Stark is all like, hey, hey, finger guns, finger guns. You know what I mean? Uh, and he's like, Elon, I'll catch you back. And then he leaves. Uh, and then there are two more. One of them's one of them is makes perfect sense for him to be in. Um, starring Johnny Depp. Very cerebral, if you will. Oh, maybe is it Transcendence? No. Ayo. Really? Well nice. done, Transcendence. Yep, yep. That's a good one. Uh, and then the third one you'll never get, and it's not fun to talk about. Uh, the the reboot of Men in Black with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Ooh, Ooh I totally forgot that even existed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's anyway. I just thought that was that was. It, it feels like a little snapshot of his uh, of his. I don't know personality effect. Iron Man two, Transcendence, Men in Black, and then the real life well, Iron Man, which is fun. <laughs> that's that's a testament to like how much people like him because. He is so socially awkward <laughs> that he's on a TV yeah, screen. Yeah. Is like is. we need you in this little snippet. <laughs> totally, I love his little nod, his trademark nod to like make a statement and then just stand there and like bob his head a couple times. Yeah, and go to the next sentence. Oh like, man, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. good, so awkward. So yeah. I I just came upon uh, the uh, the the heading uh, music ventures. I guess. Musk has released two tracks, two like albums. What? Uh, one of them is an EDM track called Don't Doubt Your Vibe featuring oh his own lyrics and vocals. Oh boy. <laughs> How do you Dude, find I, that? I, I can't wait to find it. I'm sure it's everywhere. Dude, I'm sure you can find it anywhere. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> oh man. Oh. What's going on? Oh, keep talking. It's it's playing in ah, my. Okay. I can hear you guys. Oh, that's and fun. CJ is about to give us hey. an assessment. Well, hang on. I we could probably put it in. Oh, we probably can't. Can we? Put it, put it in the podcast. We put the link in the know, description. Less than less than six seconds. That just blows my mind. That's got to be just like a. I wonder if it's something he enjoys making music. I mean, it's got a quarter of a million views. Published February first, twenty twenty. This might not be his like his channel though, so never mind. I take that back. Hmm. But somebody, but, uh, somebody took it and put it into an hour loop. Video. <laughs> oh, good! Just an hour of the same song. <laughs> there are fans. There are fans. Guys, it's not terrible, isn't it? Yeah, okay. kind of jamming out a little bit. To quote TechCrunch, <laughs> it was not a bad representation of the genre. Guys. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Shoot, it's hard. That's it's so hard funny. to hate. I'm so excited to try it out. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah, that's great. Wait, what was the second one? Oh, uh, well, he released it. I don't think it's it features his own lyrics and vocals, but it was like a a rap track called Rip Harambe, uh, which okay. talking about the gorilla 
Cincinnati Zoo. That's was, that they say that's where uh, it all started. That's where that's where everything went to shit was Harambe. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, one of the comments on this song is this song will be our national anthem when we colonize Mars. Nice, dude. That's the best. (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Uh, okay. Can I ask a, uh, somewhat philosophical question? No. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Yes, please. Um, uh, the, so, so, uh, this is not the philosophical question. This is a leading question into, uh, Buddy, how often do you think about money? Um, wow. So, like, every time I buy something, what does it mean to think about money, though? Because, like, I look uh, at the price how- and I'm like, this costs $4. Does that count as thinking about money? Or do you mean, like, contemplating my situation and my budget? Um, I'm going to say, how often do you uh, fantasize about obtaining more money? That's probably the, that's, that's a more clear question. Uh, probably, I mean, probably a couple times a week. Okay. Colton, what about (laughs) you? I definitely varies, uh, depending on how recently I got paid. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Um, so my answer is damn near every day. Hey buddy. Yeah. How how often do you contemplate the uh the problems that need solving in the world? The problems that need solving the so like the stuff Elon Musk is doing? Yeah. Um I mean I don't know that them being the problems that need to be solved in the world is why I'm interested in those topics. I think it's because I'm interested in technology and the future in general, that that happens to be like what I watch the most on YouTube. So in an ancillary way every day. Okay. Colton, what about you? Uh, That's a lot for you. The last question I would say, I think about the problems that need to be solved in the world virtually every minute of my life. Mm. And, you know, whether it's my world or the world at large, I think about, stuff that could be solved and sometimes try to solve them, but not always. Like I've got a fart, mm. but I don't know where to go. Yeah. That's a real predicament. <laughs> it's a problem needs to be solved. It's a problem. I'm in the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I think about like, you know, when it comes to entertainment, I think about those problems pretty often, but, uh, but as far as like the problems of the world, I don't think about very often. So, the reason I asked this question is it seems that Elon Musk leads his life with the desire and the goal of answering problem, answering questions that the world have or addressing problems that the world has. Um, so much of my life. And this is, this is me being somewhat hard on myself and it's not this extreme though. It might be, I may be in denial. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I operate a lot of what I do is operating on, uh, what's the, how do I get more money? And it happens to be that I'm solving some problems along the way. And that I think that the problems that I can solve, um, will lead me to more money. Um, but very often the actions that I am doing in my life are 
motivated by this is the best return on investment hmm. monetarily. And I'm not sure Elon Musk thinks that same way. Uh, how do you change something like that? How do you have the mentality on the world that Elon Musk has? Uh, you know what I mean? That's well, what, we've got to remember. philosophical question. I remember that Elon Musk is probably usually putting on some kind of a face. Uh, he, well, because he's got to put on a face sometimes for the people who like to believe that he has the heart of God and also put on a face for the people, the investors who invest in his companies who only care about money. And he knows they only care about money. Mm. But yeah, back to the philosophical. Also because he's a Martian. Right. So right. You can't, yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> he's got to put yeah. on a face for the Martians. Watch it. I think it starts with a hope, something like that. a hope and a vision for humanity. I think that's where it starts. Because I feels like he's not necessarily just trying to address the problems that exist in the world. Uh, he speaks of the future um, in the very specific ways because uh, he, he has a vision for the future of humanity and that's what he's working towards. So... It feels like it's still kind of a, it's just because it's a selfish thing for him to pursue a vision like that doesn't mean it can't also be selfless in him mm. accomplishing that, right? So I don't know. It could just be that that's what he's aspired to do his whole life was change, like create his vision of the future. And then he went for it. Interesting. Um, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that just like hope in, in humanity, because so much of it. Uh, Colton, sometimes we've had conversations where sometimes you are like the problems in the world are so big. I get overwhelmed and depressed and I don't know what to do with them. And my response is I can get overwhelmed by the problems of the world being so big uh and I'm just doing what I can and it feels like nothing. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> I just don't know. Cause it's, 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 I guess I'm, I guess I'm going about this the wrong way. Cause I'm looking at Elon Musk who has such a significant impact on the world. And I'm like, how do I do that? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right. Right. That's definitely not the way that's not the way to do it. But like, I guess what, what was it like for him knowing that he could impact so much? Uh, and, and going through the process of getting to the point that he's at now, yeah. you know, and knowing like, oh, I could impact so much, but I'm not, I'm not impacting anything right now. How do I, how do I grow into, hmm. to somebody that can drop the amount of money that discovery bought Warner brothers for myself <laughs> yeah. to buy Twitter? Yeah. Just pull it out of my back pocket. <laughs> yeah. I just in yeah. Anyway, the, I I am fascinated by the the psychology of a human like that, if that's what he is, and and uh, and how he, uh, because because he may actually be even more aware of problems that we are unaware of. Right. How does he not just get depressed? How does he? How does he still go? How, I don't know. I just it's it's amazing. I don't know. It's amazing to me to. I get so I get so overwhelmed and I want to be uh, a politician and a CEO and start my, you know, a CEO of an existing company and start my own company and make content and be a father and 
I want to do, I want to do all of these things and I have no idea how to do any of them. And somehow Elon Musk is at a point now in his life where it feels like he's done all the things and I don't know how <laughs> F he pulled it off. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that, uh, Elon Musk is definitely learning as he goes. Like, like buddy and I mentioned earlier, he, he likes to do, he just learns what he has to, uh, he's, only recently starting to realize the influence he has on people just by tweeting, mm. right? Mm. Um, Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency, for those who don't know, that doesn't do anything. I know that most of our listeners probably think most cryptocurrencies don't do anything. But this cryptocurrency specifically <laughs> literally does not do anything. <laughs> I did not know that about Dogecoin. That yeah, makes it's it so much cooler. It's a it's called a it, it's called a meme meme coin, right? It's it's a coin that nice. you that you meme about. And Elon Musk is the one that advocated for it because he loved the idea of doggy coin, and it shot up in value, right? And then it crashed because it's useless. But he was able to affect so many people, and that's kind of what showed him that a little bit. And then he okay. started tweeting more things on Twitter, like questions to the community, basically, to, to, to get people's perspective and, and hear what they think about life and different topics that he asks about. And that's ultimately what led him to uh, bid, offer a bid on Twitter in the first place, was an accumulation of the feedback he got from his, I think he has like 4 million followers, it might be 2 million or something, but... Uh, he used all of that and was like, I think the thing I should do is buy Twitter and fix it. So, hmm. yeah, he's just learning as he goes, I think. And it's been awesome to watch. Yeah, 91 million How, followers. What? 93.7 million. On on Twitter? Excuse you. On Twitter, currently. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia, my bad. Um. It's a lot of followers. Yeah. That's some influence <laughs> for sure. That is so many people. And how many do you think follow him because they hate him? Hmm. Because like Trump, it's 50-50, right? Basically. Really? Sure. Um, huh. I, I mean, I don't know. I know that, that. that would be my guess. <laughs> is Dude, I... Based on election results, right? Huh. Interesting. He's following 112 people. Well, Elon <laughs> Musk's, Colton, you mentioned his... One of them is Tim Pool. <laughs> He's following uh, 100... Ooh, yeah, I'd be interested. Who are the most popular so, of his followees? No, most, I mean the people he, he's following. He follows SpaceX, Tesla, and NASA, right? The International Space Station. Uh, he follows um, some dude named Jack. Jack Lightning. Nice. Bitcoin something. Oh yeah, anyway, um, Jack um, yeah. Mahler's is his name. He's the founder of of the Lightning uh. Network on Bitcoin. Oh wow. oh wow, he literally has he has the username at Jack. <laughs> wow. Um, he follows Joe Rogan, follows Dogecoin, um, uh, Shibatashi Nakamoto. Nice Satoshi Nakamoto. It's- no, Satoshi Nakamoto Shitatashi. wouldn't have a Twitter. He's anonymous. Well, but <laughs> yeah, it's someone's got to have that it's, handle. It's the creator of Dogecoin. Oh, okay. 
Sa- it was it Shibatashi. Shibatashi. Shibatashi Nakamoto. Oh, it's Shib- uh, Shibatashi. World, Everyday Astronaut. World of Engineering. Um, I'm Tim Urban. Nice. Uh, oh, that okay. makes me so happy. BBC Breaking News. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to fly through here. Um, oh, uh, the director of AI at Tesla. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Joe Gibbia. Oh, co-founder of Airbnb. Okay. Neuralink. Hmm. Um, all it seems to be very very business uh, business specific people. Uh, for the most part, and and businesses, um, hmm. the Mars Society advocating for the human exploration and settlement of Mars makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting. I um, and I know that all of this is very intentional, like who you follow. Uh, right. You know, it's 112 people. Right. It's very, very, very intentional. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, John Favreau. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. He was in Iron Man, too. So it makes sense. Um, anyway. His mom. John Favreau is happy, right? In the MCU? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, happy. <laughs> uh, he follows Butler. Rick and Morty. No of way. Of course he does. Oh, dude. <laughs> that is amazing. And South Park. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and Khan Academy, which is pretty dope. That's cool. I didn't know. That's nice. Uh, anyway, I, that was a nice little tangent. I apologize. I totally no, forgot he goods. was from South. He's from South Africa. Yeah. He's South yeah, African. I, I, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Graduated from Pretoria Boys High School in South Africa. Uh, la, la, last trivia call. How many times has he tweeted? Huh. Wow. I, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. I just hear. He joined June of 2009. Okay. so I'm going to go 1,500. Complete shot in the dark. I'll bet he tweets less than we think. I'll bet. Well, he used to tweet less. I don't know, dude. I'm going with maybe once every other day. So whatever that adds up to, I think. I think a thousand times. Uh, seventeen thousand eight hundred tweets. Right. Wow. So two thousand nine. So that's thirteen years. Next month, averages about eight a day or something. I mean, Buddy, 17,000 divided by 356. 65? Uh, it's yeah, like four 65. a day. About four, about four a day, that's, I think. Yeah, that's about, that's about right. Um, today, yeah, he's tweeted three times. That's like a lot. Eight hours ago, three hours ago, and 38 minutes ago. What do you, well, what's his most recent tweet? <laughs> <laughs> um, May it be representative. Uh, uh Twitter exec trashing free speech and mocking people with Aspergers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that's all it says. Throw that's, shade. That's, that is, uh, that's, he's referring to himself, right? No. I think that's the joke. Oh, as the yeah, person yeah. with Aspergers? It's self-deprecating. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Does he have Aspergers? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, why are you sure? Because you look at him. And, and then he talks. <laughs> you look at him. <laughs> and then he talks. <laughs> he's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> How do you spell Asperger's? Is it a P? Yeah, Elon Musk talks about growing up with Asperger's. It's Asperger's, by the way. Asperger's. Oh, there it is. He has Asperger's syndrome. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Oh, he revealed it on SNL. Yeah, wow. Whoa. Just a year ago. That's right. All right. Well, that, we, we now, I, now I feel really bad about making fun of his head nod. <laughs> nah, Asperger's is, you gotta embrace it. You gotta embrace that That's Asperger's. True. Own it. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta embrace that ass. Burgers. Nice. All right. Um, Shotgun to battle. Shotgun to battle. Shotgun to battle.